Hey, I'm Matt Hutchins, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? I'm great, Matt. How about you? I am doing good. I actually got a little sunburn uh, when I was in Ireland on a golf trip. So typically in Ireland, it's 50 degrees and raining. We had such good weather that I got a sunburn. So go figure. Not like I live in Jacksonville or something. Yeah, but I can see the sunburn. That's good. I it's, know. It's tan now. So it's tan, it's tan, I can it's tell tan you now. wearing a hat and sunglasses, though. I'm, I'm already peeling. So this is good. Episode 170, uh, more profit from your existing network, more profit from your existing network. So existing network, your existing clients. This started with a conversation you and I had offline. Uh, I've got a coaching business. I've also got a financial advisory business. This is not financial advice that we're talking about business growth and the four pillars of wealth and how to build the four pillars of wealth. But you and I were talking about me, what I'm doing on my financial advisory business and how I'm growing that. So we thought this would be a good conversation to have uh, more profit through your existing network. So the so, existing network, let's, uh, when we always say, who's your target audience? Well, what's the existing network is, is right now the target audience. So let's talk that's about, exactly right. about that. That's part. what I'm focusing on. So, so we would back, we talked about the five ways to generate possible profit. This was like exist more transaction from your existing clients. I'm calling it more transactions from your existing network. Okay. And so the idea being is you have a network of clients, right? These are people that I've done business with or continue to do business with, right? Done business in the past or continue to business. You have people, what do we call centers of influence that send you clients. That's part of your network. And then you really have just friends, right? Friends and people that you think should know what you do for a living, right? And, and the way the distinction we came up with was if you ran into him at grocery, grocery store, you'd have a conversation with him. I'm not talking about the guy you'd give the head nod to like, oh yeah, I know that guy from my club or yeah, didn't we play tennis with him one time or play golf with him one time? I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about the, the, the guy or gal or couple that you would walk up to and say, hey, Dave, how you doing? You know, what are the kids? Are they out of college now? You know, that is what I call your network, right? People you'd have a conversation with in a grocery store. So, so I just wanted to be that. It's not just everybody on the street and everybody in the neighborhood. This, for me, it's very specific. I got clients. I got past clients. I got some centers of influence that I work with right now with existing clients. I refer them business. They refer business. And then I got just network. So it's people that I play golf with. It's people on my wife's tennis team that she would say hello to. It's people we go to cocktail parties with or people you'd see at the Georgia game. Uh, you know, we're, that's the network. Uh, Dean Jackson, who's one of our other gurus, kind of has that. That number is usually around 200. Uh, it can get bigger, 300, 400, but, but 200 is typical. Mine right now literally right, is right at 200. So my idea this year was I was just going to market and, and target those people. So my target market, my existing net, net, uh, network, people that I would say hello to and have a conversation with in the grocery store is my criteria. Right. And then, so, uh, okay. So we know who the target is. Target market. So then now, um, how are you opening communication? What, what are the, what are the methods? And I mean, of course now I'm sure you have, you have to have a million dollar message. I understand yes. that, but, um, we, we, we know that, but then once you have that message, which you've had for many years now, how are you opening communications? What tools are you using to, to reach that audience instead of just hopefully running into, into them at the grocery store. Right, exactly right. So, so this goes back to the, the philosophy is top of mind. You do business with people you know, like, and trust and the last person you saw, right? So there is a frequency of, of communication, okay? 
And so we're using all mechanisms. And so I'll talk about the mechanisms and then the content itself. So the mechanisms would be, you know, we're sending out a monthly email, at least one, possibly two. Okay. We are doing a uh, old fashioned paper newsletter, expensive, but we're talking about owning the mailbox. Not many people do paper newsletters anymore. Uh, doing webinars, you know, Zoom calls, whatever you want to call them. I call it chat with Matt, you know, a chat with Matt, right? And we'll talk about the content here in a second. That's about once a month, once every six weeks, right? Uh, phone calls, also just the old fashioned phone calls, right? So I think I got them all covered. I got, uh, there, there's no Facebook ads in here. There's no LinkedIn stuff in here. There's, there's none of that, no Twitter stuff. Uh, that worked or could work, or, and, but that's not what I'm doing right now, right? I, I do have that. I have somebody doing that stuff, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about existing network. I'm sending emails. I'm sending old-fashioned letters. I'm doing webinars just for them, and they can invite a guest, right? Uh, so it kind of gives a little exclusivity and phone calls. Okay. Well, and you know, um, a long time ago, we did a, a show on um, what I say is that the four R's of the right message in front of the right audience at the right time produces the right results. And that's what Perfect. you're doing is you're literally, you're, you're being the top of mind for these people yes. so that when their timing is right, oh, that's right. I got to go to Matt because they're your top of mind. So right. Exactly right. So now we'll talk a little bit about the content. So the content can't just be any BS and it can't be just the typical stuff, right? So so my people care about taxes. So a lot of time it could be taxes, how to save in taxes, look out for new taxes. Here's possible new taxes they're talking about. So there's taxes as a, as a consequence, right? Um, there is uh, a lot of my guys are business owners. So there's business owner related subjects. A lot of my people are retirees. So there's retirement stuff, but it can be fun retirement stuff, you know, great vacations to go, five things to do before you retire, first five things to do when you do retire, right? There's some estate planning stuff, which kind of goes back into taxes. You know, I don't want the, uh, most of my clients don't want the money to go to the government. They want it to go to their kids and stuff. So there's some estate planning. And there's some timely stuff about, you know, we have market volatility going on right now. So there'd be some articles about volatility. What, it, what is market volatility? There's can be an economic update right? There's, there is some financial data in there, right? It's going to be what's their top of mind, right? So that's the, the content. Now the content can be then delivered in the same format. So you could have a, a letter that talks about the economic update, what happened in the first quarter, kind of boring, dry. I kind of, I don't like all that stuff, but that could be in new, you know, an email that could also be a paper newsletter. Here's an economic update, same thing as an email. Then you could do the webinar economic update, right? Pretty much what was in the, the, the webinar, but was in the, and then you could do the phone call. Hey, Dave, did you get my economic update? Hey, did you see the webinar? Oh, by the way, when I do the webinars, I do them live and then I record them and send them back out. Hey, in case you missed it. And, okay. And all these, all of these have a call to action, right? So we always talk about a call to action is important. You don't just deliver this content and leave it hanging, right? So what do I want existing clients? So I got, you know, uh, Dean Jackson talks about bifurcating who's the clients and who's the prospects, right? Mm -hmm. So clients, I always say, you know, please pass this on anybody else you'd find valuable, any of your friends or colleagues you think could use this information, right? Feel free to pass this on, feel free to add them to our 
email list or invite them to our webinar, right? So I'm asking existing clients to invite somebody. And if you're not an existing client, because you're one of my, you know, grocery friends, grocery store friends, right? I got a call to action, which is a lead magnet, right? Our irresistible offer. And so it's a retirement readiness assessment where we do these three things. It's a nice little deliverable. It's free. Doesn't matter what that is. But in my, my case, it's a little, you know, I answer the three most important questions about retirement, you know, taxes and planning and yada, yada, yada. Okay, I'm not have to give that specifics, but it, that's my lead magnet, right? So I have a lead magnet for the prospects, a call to action. Hey, do you want your lead magnet, right? And then for existing clients, hey, do you want to invite somebody to join us or put them on the mailing list? So I got two different calls to action, depending on who you are, because you don't just send out the content and say, hey, thanks for thinking of me. Give me a call, which is what 95%, 99% of people do, right, Dave? Pretty much. And surprisingly, now, this is so simple that it is um what okay so I, i'm going to talk about ray edwards for a moment uh, yeah he was my copywriting coach a great marketer but he used to always say look you don't need a website you don't need you don't need a business card you don't need all this stuff you can actually with your existing audience yes your your existing network of people people you know like and trust who know like and trust you you can create enormous amount of income from that group of people without being pushy or salesy or anything and see that's what you're doing here is you're providing them value that's important to them taxes business information things on retirement and estate planning and right. and uh, you know and all of this in a timely way what's going on in the market is got to be important to people yeah. um and then data because some people need data to make decisions. Yep. Um, right. And so you're doing all of this to existing people. So is this easier than chasing cold leads and all? Oh, yeah. Other so so this is the coolest thing ever. So we talked about, so this would be you and I've talked about this before. You need follow up. You need a drip campaign, right? That's what this really is, right? This is a client drip campaign for existing clients. This is a drip campaign for my prospect list, my centers of influence list my you know my grocery store people list right it's a drip campaign that's what this is so yes it's much easier than trying to run a facebook ad or a google click ad and try to get somebody who has no idea who i am this is people i know and people i like and i trust and so by the way i, I will tell you this when i started the, the newsletters to my grocery store friends again i'll just you know, understand what i'm saying my they're my prospects but they're also my friends right I put in there a letter and said, you know, first time I said, hey, I put you on my mailing list because you're a friend of mine, but also because you're a very influential person. I'm not trying to get your business, although I'd be happy to talk about your personal situation in more detail if you'd like. But what I'm really hoping is that you'd introduce me to a friend or a colleague who you might think would benefit from this information. So I've told them why they're on my list. You're a friend of mine. You're, 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 you're an influential person. I've told them, hey, I'm not pitching you, right? Wink, wink, right? I'm not pitching you. But if you want to talk, I'm happy to talk, right? What, what I'm really want, again, I'm telling them what I want. What I really want is for you to pass this on to your friends and colleagues that you think might benefit from this information, right? So I'm telling them exactly what I want them to do, right? That letter will go out, I think, once a year, maybe twice a year, just to remind them, hey, Dave, you're on the list. I'm not really soliciting your business, although I'd be happy to talk about it if you want to. But what I really want is, Dave, you're an important person, and I want you know 
you to think about me, to introduce me to your colleagues and friends who could use this type stuff, right? So I like that. I like, that took the pressure off of me as I'm not pitching Dave, my buddy. I mean, I kind of, kind of am, but not really, right? I'm sending it to you saying, hey. Yeah, you're, you're actually not, see, which you're not pitching Dave, right. your buddy, or, or Sally, the woman, you, you know, that's, that you've known for 25 years. You're not pitching, but you are saying, Sally, this is why I'm sending you this. Yes. And, and so look, if you know, and Sally, this may be of no value to you, but you know, somebody who it would be of value to. Yes. And so it takes pressure off Sally because yep. what's Sally going to do either a, I do need your help though, Matt. So what you're doing is you're saying I'm available for you, Sally. And what it does is this produces incoming conversations, if you will, yes. which are incoming leads from a very warm market. Now, yes. one of the uh, things that uh, Chet Holmes talks about um, right. is, is that the warmer the market, if there is a level of trust in that market, I mean, well, how do I say this? Let's say you were selling houses for 20 years and you became a financial advisor. Um, when you're initially a financial advisor, all your credibility with your existing client base might have been in housing. Yes, not in, that's but right. You've been in this financial business for a long time. In, in, yes. And so you have a level of trust. Right. When a warm market comes to you and you've, you've already established trust, the rest is, am I the right, like, are you the right client for me? Am and I the right am fit, I the right fit right. for you? Because the trust is already established. And so the closing ratio is much higher. Right. Um, so this is what you in. So my results is that I basically, uh, you know, in that business, it's about bringing in new clients and new customers, right? So I basically brought in more than I typically do in a year. I've done in three months. Okay. And where does that come from? So, so the results I'm seeing are uh, existing clients making additions, right? So the existing clients, we call it more transaction from existing clients, right? Any business that would be more transactions from existing clients, right? They know, like, and trust me, I'm giving them more valuable information, more often, more frequently, I'm, I'm, I'm top of mind, you know, they make additions, right? They got a bonus, let's send it in there instead of spending it, or uh, maybe they had another advisor, not many of my people do, but they're gonna consolidate with me or they got an inheritance, oh yeah, could you help me with this, right? Then you're also getting the referrals from those existing clients, right? So, so you'll get a call from, uh, you know, Sally who says, oh, Sally, Dave, you know, you, you know, you're Dave's advisor, suggested I give you a call, or I know you're a friend of Dave's. I can't remember if, he, if that's your advisor or not, but Dave suggested I give you a call, right? So I'm getting referrals from my existing clients. I'm getting additions. I'm getting referrals from my existing clients. And you're getting some of those people from that list, right? The grocery store list, the prospect list that say, you know, I've been meeting to call you and now I've been getting these newsletters from you and I really like that stuff. So let's just sit down and talk, right? So I'm getting those calls that some of those people, the grocery store people are like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a second opinion from, from him. He seems like a smart guy, sending me information. He's top of mind, right? And so you're getting referrals, additions, and some of those grocery store people are, are coming in. And I know we talked offline. Yeah. Um, you've had tremendous results doing this. What, right. what I want to bring out in, and I know I'm not going to bring out the results, but right. what 
you hired a coach and why, yes. Why, yes. why am I bringing that up? Because everybody at least should have at least one coach. Yes. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has more than one coach. People, when, if you're going to be a professional at anything, you got to have coaches. Um, but what's amazing is that um, in a very short period, I think you're, you've, you've brought like almost 10 X what the coach right. costs you in a very absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, that so, is that, and, 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 it's, and that's what you need. You need that coach, somebody who's done it, somebody who's been there, somebody who's experienced it, somebody that can look at your business, your practice from a different set of eyes. Uh, none of this is rocket science that I just described to you. Right. Uh, none of us, you and I have talked about all of it, right? I need somebody else coming in. I need a coach coming in from the outside telling me, Hey, just try this and see if this works. Right. And this has been an experiment that I was going to commit to, to a year. And I was not going to do anything else. Let's stay focused on just this. Although I still dabble in the other stuff, of course, but, of course, cause I'm a, you know, shiny object, but in general, we're just doing but what that also does is simplification. So there's a saying that we've had, it might've been a Dan Sullivan, simplify in order to multiply. It is. Uh, yep. Is that a Dan Sullivan and one? X multiplier. I think it's in that book. He talks about simplifying to multiply. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is simplify. If this is all I'm doing is marketing to my existing clients and my grocery store list, we call it a prospect list, but I kind of like it. Of course, it. I got you. Yeah. That, that, if that's all I do this year is just market to those people, that's very simple. There's no other distractions. There's no other, you know, right? So I'm simplified. So now I don't have all these voices in my head. You should be doing this. You should be doing this. You should be trying that. And Facebook and Google and put in some flyers. And why aren't you going to the, uh, uh, whatever, the, the networking groups and the commerce groups or whatever, right? Uh, we're not doing any of that. We're just simplifying, right? And, and you do an email, you do a newsletter, you do the webinar, you do a phone call. By the way, we do phone calls too. You get voicemail 90% of the time. You have a little talk in there in the voicemail. You know, no need to call me back. I'm just checking in, whatever. So boom, 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 boom. And you can automate all of this, right? So I like doing the webinars. They're live, they're fun, but it's an easy little slideshow. They're 15 to 30 minutes top. So we're not talking about overthinking it. We're talking about I can get this done in 30 minutes. I look at it, go through some slides, takes me five minutes, and then I just wing it. It's maybe 15, 20 minutes, and then five or 10 of Q&A. Just... What's great about this is that what I really like about it is, first of all, you hired a coach, um, and you and I know how to do all this. This is Look, I, I, I still right. have a coach. what we do, right. I still have a coach in, in different areas. Yeah. Uh, but you've completely simplified your process. Yes. And, and these are all, these are all advice that you and I could have easily come up with. Yes. But see what most people do, and this is the problem. We all do this. We all have this problem. And you called it shiny object syndrome. We're all trying to improve. So we take on this responsibility. We take on this response and we start spreading ourselves thin. Instead, you just said, nope, I'm going to do what this coach says. Imagine that I'm going to do something that somebody tells me to do and it's working and that's all I'm going to do. Um, right. I, I can't remember who, who I was listening to a podcast of somebody. He, he talked about when he reads a book, he'll like, sometimes he'll be in the first chapter and he gets a nugget. He closes the book and he does not read anymore until he's fully implemented the nugget. Oh, wow. Okay. He says, sometimes I never even go back to the book. Because the nugget I got works so well. It's so golden. 
And this is exactly what, like, exactly what you're doing is you're like, look, this guy's writing a book for me or this person. I don't know if it's a guy who your coach is. Yeah, I actually do know who the coach is, but this person has created a, a nugget for me and I'm going to follow the nugget and now it's working. And I don't even know if I ever have to go back and do any of those other things. Because well, so, so it's great. You're, you're having a lot of things that I'm packing right there. Right. So one of those things, he's an expensive coach, right? So I'm spending a lot of money. And so if I'm spending a lot of money, I might as well do what he tells me to do. Right. So that there's a commitment to that that comes from money, similar to like when I do golf lessons or when I do a, uh, I'm thinking of hiring a, 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 whatever, a workout coach, a trainer, right. Can I work out? Can I do it myself? I'll just, I'm like, I need a trainer because if I pay the trainer, I'm not going to not show up because I paid the trainer. I'm such a frugal guy. And if I pay for six lessons in advance, you can be darn sure that I'm going to show up whatever time. Is it, is it Tuesday morning, 7 a.m.? Is it, you know, Wednesday evening at 7 p.m.? I don't know whatever the slot's going to be. But if I pay for six in advance, you know that I'm going to show up every single time because I committed with my wallet yeah. to do this, right? So a lot of times advice is, you know, that saying advice is what you pay for. If it's free advice, you may not do it. If you're paying somebody for the advice, my philosophy is, you might as well do what the guy tells you, the guy or gal, because you paid for it, right? Otherwise, you're foolish. Why just throw away the, the money? So there's a level of commitment when you put money into it, right? There's and, a and, level of commitment that requires you to put the money in it, because if you didn't put the money in it, you might not do it. And when you spend a lot of money on a coach, you are, once again, you already trust that they're, what they're teaching you. You're not going to sit there and, oh, is this going to work? Right. You're, gonna, right. you're gonna say no. I'm gonna do this. You're committed. Because I'm paying for the advice. Yes, you're committed for the advice, right? Which 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 amazes me. You got people who go to like psychiatrists year after year after year after year, but the psychiatrist never tells them what to do. Right. They only try to let. What are you paying for? That's you right. could get a coach that at least tell you what to do. You could pay a lot more. I'm not saying that's like anything wrong with psychiatry. I understand. I'm I just understand. trying to say is you have a coach that says. Matt, this is what we're going to do. Now, if you implement it, it'll work. And then you right. implement it. And here we are, we're coming out of the first quarter and you're kicking butt. Right. It's exactly like you, you know, you hire a diet coach. Well, would it be silly not to follow the diet. I just hired a coach to tell me how to diet. You hire an exercise coach. It'd be silly not to do what he told me because I paid him to do it and he knows what he's doing. Right. It'd be really silly. So, so there's a lot of commitment that comes with that, but that's simplifying the multiplier. We're, we're going to dedicate this for a year and get take some of the other distractions out. So for me, it's existing network, getting more business from existing network, right? Yep. And so you could you can apply this to any industry. I, we, all, we go back to landscaping a bunch, right? So it could be landscaping and the same kind of thing. Your landscaper could be, who are my 200 existing landscaping clients or whatever the number is? That would be good. How about the neighbors alongside? I'm going to work the neighborhood with the most clients of mine. And so they wouldn't really be cold because you could say, I do the lawn for your neighbor, right? And what you could have the same thing. You could have this email about how to make a pretty lawn. You could have uh, a newsletter about how to make a pretty lawn. You could do a webinar because, you know, this month is de-weeding i don't know anything about landscaping you know this month you plant your these flowers this month you switch out to the, the you know the, the flowers around your mailbox right you could have a little webinar a newsletter and a, and a and an email to all your existing clients and their neighbors 
it's, now you're working in a neighborhood. And it, it's surprising, you know, how not seriously so many people take their business. What I mean by this is, um, for instance, um, you'll have landscapers. You were just talking about landscapers. You'll have landscapers. I see them all the time. They've got the, the big trailer. They've got a truck, but they don't have a sign on their truck. Anywhere on their truck. Right? They don't have a sign when they're parked in a yard. And not, not just landscapers. I mean, you have real estate investors who um, they don't have any business cards. They don't, it's like you don't have and any. We got to go back. You need that call to action on there. Call for your, you know, how to have a pretty lawn guide, right? That, that could be your call to action. You know, you get your landscape phone number and a little email, you know, uh, www, download your guide to the best lawn in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. That could be their, their little. Uh, their lead magnet, their call to action, how to have the best lawn in the neighborhood, right? But, yeah, hire but, us. <laughs> but to stay on, on track here is once yeah. again, it's um, when you hire that coach, like if you hired us and you were in the landscaping business, I would ask you, okay, do you have signs on your vehicles? Do you, right. um, do you have advertising when you're parked in front of somebody's house besides the ones on your vehicles? Like a cone in the front and a cone in the back with a mini billboard, if you will. You know, so people from the outside, when you hire a coach, they can see things you can't. That's why if you're in our mastermind group or in our group coaching program, we like, this is what we look at. We're like, wait a second. Do you have this? Do you have this? And um, unlike the psychiatrist, we're going to say, well, why don't you do this, this, and this? And if you do, and you stick with it for a quarter, you might have like enormous results. And I think that's that's exactly right, right? And that's what we do in our group coaching program. And the idea being is we, we just did a, a podcast on this a couple episodes. What are the 12 things we can look at? Boom, boom, boom. Are you doing these 12 things? And actually, we've got 40 of them. Are you doing these 40 things? We're not going to tell you to do 40 of them. We're going to tell you to pick one or two or three. I've just told you that I'm kind of concentrating on, on one of them, which has some sublets to them with a drip campaign and follow-up. So it's more than really one, but it's one area with, with three or four subcategories. And that's my concentration because that's my key this year. You, your, your key might just be cross-selling or upselling. Your key might just be raising prices, right? Yeah, and, Yours and the might thing, be just a drip campaign. The thing that, um, so I have a client right now that I've been working with and you know about him. Yeah. And, um, and the, but the reality is we're, I'm trying to keep him. Look, we're just doing this right yes, now. Like we're, yes. growing at, we're growing at like a hundred and I think we're 175% over last year right, right. now. And, and, and he keeps having the shiny object. Well, let's do this, this, and this. I'm like, look, we've got something that's working. Let's dry this out before yes. we do anything else. Let's let's keep doing this. And that's what your coach is doing is, look, you've got something that's working really well until this dries up. Don't do anything else because if it's bringing money, it's like if you have an oil well, we were, we were arguing about, not arguing, but we were talking about what should we name the show? I'm like, get oil from the, from the existing wells. Right, I mean, right. If you got an oil well and it's still got oil in it, before you go drill another well, get all the oil out of that well first. I mean, yeah. and that's your, your list of people that you're, we're not calling prospects, your grocery store list, people that you would actually talk to, not the people you'd avoid if you sell them at the grocery that's store. That's right, that's uh, right. This is the people you'd go up and say hi. Right. Um, and it comes all the way back to our fundamentals though, right? So, so, you know, that's, that's our prospect list, but I'm calling it my grocery store list. People I have a conversation with and my existing clients and some other people. And it's, 
That's my target market. So, you know, I talk about those three things, target market. We talk about the million dollar message. I know what I'm saying and talking about. I've already told you the tax planning and state planning and there's some investments, stuff like that. And then the irresistible offer. Well, irresistible offer for existing clients is please share me with your friends and colleagues, right? What is it to the grocery store people? Hey, if you want a free review, uh, I'll forget what I call it, second opinion, I can do that for you. So you got different, you got to have that call to action or that irresistible offer. Our irresistible offer for our coaching stuff is we can find any business owner, 50,000, 75,000, 100,000 out spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing, right? That's our profit acceleration session. If you're interested in that, that's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. This is what we do in our group coaching program, right? I've always said that you need uh, commitment, uh, a roadmap, and a support system to be successful. We've got the roadmap, these 12 to 40 different categories, things to apply to your business that we know work. We have the support group. That's the group coaching program. We need your commitment, right? Uh, does it cost money? Yes, but that's what makes you committed to taking the steps and following the advice of the group coaching. You'll learn as much from us as you will from the peers that are in there. That's our group coaching program, Matt at ProfitMD.com, Dave at ProfitMD.com. So great episode, episode 170, more profit from your existing network, right? You talked about, you know, get more oil out of your existing clients, out of your existing network. Uh, Dean Jackson talks about the same thing. There, there are other gurus. Chet Holmes talks about warm leads, easier to get business from warm leads. And that's really what we're talking about. And that's really what I've been focusing on. And, and one of my businesses this year that's been very, very successful and very simple, simplify to multiply. That was another key that we talked about. Hey, let's keep it simple. Get rid of the shiny object syndrome. We're just going to do this. There are multiple steps to this process, but that's all we're doing right now. We're committed to that for a year before we make any other changes. So great episode. I love it. Uh, reach out to us, ProfitabilityMD.com, ProfitabilityMD, our YouTube channel. And of course, this podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, ProfitabilityMD. Good show today, man. Thanks, Dave. Enjoyed it. See you. See you.